Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode number 27. This is the first episode of a three-part series I will be doing on time management. It's going to be broken up in the three-step process that I teach with my time management journal. Brainstorming, prioritizing, and planning. So this episode is going to focus and dive deep on brainstorming. Now, if you followed me for some time, you know that I don't want you just to focus on organizing your home. I want you to focus on organizing your life. I know that a lot of professional organizers out there, it's all about the home. But what I have seen in my own personal life and as a professional organizer working with so many clients over the years is that a lot of people have a lot of imbalance in their life. So maybe like they have a beautiful home and it's really well organized, but you know what? Other areas of their life are just falling apart. Maybe they're struggling in the family and relationship area. Maybe they're struggling at work or with their finances. So that's what the other side of this coin is with time management. I want you to see that you have a lot of different areas of your life that you do need to focus on. And those areas I call your time buckets. Think of buckets as a container that holds something. Just like what we talk about when we're talking about organizing your pantry or your closet or your bathroom. We put stuff into buckets. Well, your time is a resource that I want you to divide among your buckets. Make sense? Just keep listening. Okay, let's go over what the time buckets are. Family, work, finances, physical health, home, social, and quiet. All of those different buckets create the whole you. They create your life. I mean, whether we have a paid or unpaid occupation, depending on the season of life we're in, maybe we are working outside of our home, or we're a stay-at-home parent, or we're a retiree. Those tasks go into your work bucket. Um, We have a physical body. We have health we need to take care of. There are things that we need to do to take care of our health and our body. Those things fall into your physical and health bucket. We have family. Maybe we have spouses. We have children. We have grandparents. We have grandchildren. Whatever, again, your season of life is at, you have things that you need to do and spending your time and dividing your time among the other areas of your life and giving some to your family bucket. Now, of course, we have our home bucket, and that's pretty self-explanatory. Again, this is something that I do want you to focus on. And throughout the time management journal, I do implement a lot of um, tasks for you to do in your home on a regular basis, in fact, on a daily basis, to keep your home neat and tidy and organized. But one other bucket I wanted to talk about that causes a little bit of confusion is the quiet bucket, the quiet time bucket. We all need some downtime. And this is a bucket that it doesn't matter what your belief, what your practice, what you think about spirituality. 
you need quiet time. And this is probably one of the the most overlooked buckets in our life, especially if you're in the season of life where you're raising children or maybe working and you just are being pulled in a lot of different directions. I do want you to focus at some point during your month and during your week, hopefully, on giving yourself a little quiet time. Now, I put a lot of different things out there for people that, you know, maybe one of these things will resonate with you, whether you are have a devout uh, religious belief and spending time reading, say, the Bible, or you are really into meditation, even like yoga practice, or even doing what I have to do sometimes. It's just like sitting and just being quiet and being alone and clearing my brain. I'm not saying you have to do this for hours on end. You just need to implement some quiet time in your life. And this is so important to like reset, recharge, um, especially when times are crazy. And boy, have times been crazy in 2020, haven't they? All right. So again, brainstorming. Let's dive deep into this. What is brainstorming? Well, the best way that I can describe brainstorming is just getting stuff out of your head and onto paper. And this is a really important practice. And if it's not something that you implement in your life, I really encourage you to start doing. You don't have to get like a formal journal and like dear diary and make it super, you know, formal. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. I am a paper girl. I'm a notebook girl. Every single time someone gives me a notebook or a pen, it's like, I mean, there is no better gift besides like a cookbook. I love cookbooks. But anyway, I love when my family and friends give me just a plain notebook or a plain journal and some really pretty pens. And I like to just sort of get in there and get creative, get stuff off of my head and into paper. And this is how I put things into action in my life. I'm going to give you a big example. Um, Back in 2011, 2012, I worked outside of my home for a local government agency. I'll leave it at that. I won't get into more details, especially with this story I'm about to tell. Well, if you've ever worked for like a big corporation or government agency, um, they give you like the biggest policy manuals, even in this day and age where everything should be digital. But they, especially back then, it was like this ginormous binder and it had like thousands of pages, I think, I don't, I don't even know of like the most boring reading material you could possibly imagine. And while I was going through training with, um, in one of the different departments I worked in, they were all about this policy manual. Like you, it was like your Bible, like you had to carry it around and like read it. And if the person training you wasn't available, they would tell you, go back and read it in your manual. And I was like, yeah, right. You know, it's all like super boring law and I don't know, just stuff that I wasn't retaining. And I don't learn that way either. I don't learn from just reading a policy manual. I'm a doer. So I would just like, okay, yeah, I'm reading it. And I'm, and I'm taking notes. So I would look like I was like jotting down and taking notes. But what I was really doing was brainstorming. I was brainstorming my way out of that job. Because let me tell you what was going on in life back in 2011, 2012. 
my husband had just been diagnosed with leukemia and we were pregnant with our son. And I was in a job that did not fit me. I was in a job that um, was pretty much like sitting in a cubicle all day for nine or 10 hours a day and didn't fit my personality. Like you were supposed to be quiet and like read policy manuals and type on computers a lot. And I am a talker (laughs) if you haven't been able to tell, but I love to talk and I love to be social and this just wasn't the right fit for me, but it was a good job and it provided a steady income for my family. And that was always in the back of my head um, as someone who wanted to make sure she could take care of her family in case the worst happened with my husband. So anyway, those were some kind of like really difficult times because I just had a lot of fear and I was really scared, but I just wanted something different for my life. And so while I would be reading my policy manual, I would take these little tiny post-it notes and I would stick them in. And when it looked like I was writing notes, I was brainstorming and I was brainstorming my way out of this job and I needed a different direction. And so I was simply saying, and I didn't even know what that direction was. I was so lost. All I knew I needed was something different than what I had at that moment. Um, And so I was just writing down things like, what am I good at? Where are my skills? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What do I like? What do I not like? And I started to notice these patterns. And I started noticing the word organized and organizing kept popping up. I also noticed no drama. And I, at one point I saw no drama mama on there, which is kind of funny looking um, back at these little um, pieces of notes that I, I did actually keep a few of them over the years. And so it's funny to look back now, almost 10 years later and watch the progression and the inception and birth of one organized mama. I did this journaling for about a year And then one day in 2012, um, my husband and I took the kids up to San Francisco for like a really quick little family trip. And I was literally walking through the Presidio with our family and it stopped. I mean, like legit, like a ton of, of bricks hit me. And I was like, I have to start an organizing business. I mean, out of nowhere. And it wasn't out of nowhere. It was from the process of brainstorming. Again, I needed something different in my life. I couldn't see myself working in that position for 20, 25, or 30 years. Um, And so I'm super grateful for this process. I don't know who taught it to me. I don't know where it came from, but it's definitely a practice that I've done throughout my life. And it's something I really, really recommend to everybody. When I mentor um, my professional organizers in my network, it's something that I definitely encourage them to do. Um, Organizing, the organizing profession is a big umbrella. And so sometimes it feels a little overwhelming. And so I encourage them to go out, write stuff down on paper that they like to do, and then they can curate their business from what they enjoy doing, what their strengths are, and um, they can grow a really wonderful business from doing that practice. And that's certainly something that I've done over the years. So brainstorming helped me come up with one organized mama. 
And I think it had to do with that little saying, that new drama mama. I don't know where that came from. I think someone was fighting in the office that day. And I was like, oh, my God. And I think I just came up with like one of the things I don't want is drama in my life. And so I think that's where what no drama mama and then I somehow fit organized in there, organized mama. And then at some point they're on the word one. I don't exactly remember the moment when that came up, but I just think it's pretty interesting and pretty fun to look back on my um, old brainstorming notes to see how I came up with this. But In life in general, my best ideas come to me in the shower for some reason. I mean, I don't know what this is all about, but usually like I've been up for a little bit. I have some caffeine running through my veins and the shower is like one of the most quiet places in my home. And so this is where like those brilliant ideas come up. But then what happens as soon as I step out of the shower? Boom, they're gone. Like life happens. I'm looking at my phone. Um, and then when I am sleeping at night and insomnia likes to kick in, which I sometimes struggle with from time to time, all of the worries and the stress and the, oh shoot, I didn't get that done today. And I better remember that tomorrow or else kind of things hit me at night, like a ton of bricks. And again, brainstorming, if I get in the practice of brainstorming, this helps alleviate a lot of this kind of stress. So if you struggle with insomnia and those thoughts kind of like racing at night, I highly recommend the process of brainstorming to get those things out of your head and onto paper. Now, again, you can get as super creative or as organized as you want with this process. Again, my brain works like I literally love just blank paper and colorful pens. I'm all over the place. I like to draw like little arrows, again, channeling my seventh grade self with the doodling and just getting super creative and just watching something blossom on paper in front of me. And you can do the same thing. I've seen it where people are very linear. I've seen it with my my organizers that I mentor when we do this practice together. And some of them are very like neat and organized and everything is in columns. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just get out there and do it. Again, my time management journal is a guide. So on the brainstorming portion of the guide, I'm guiding you through the seven buckets of your life. So I am giving you some space to write down for family, for home. I want you to come up with some ideas for quiet time. And so it's more of a guide for you to do it. This is something I do automatically. So that's why I can just do pen and paper. But again, whatever works best for you, I just want you to look at all areas of your life. Again, you're going to see a theme here. Get stuff out of your head and onto paper. All right. What, what is it? What is brainstorming? Well, there's a few things that you must do. The very first thing you must do when brainstorming is get rid of distractions. I am not telling you I want you to brainstorm for an eternity. I'm not telling you I want you to do it for 45 minutes or even an hour. No, no, no. I'm talking about 15 to 20 minutes. That is 
as long as your attention span is really going to hold, quite honestly. So 15 or 20 minutes if you can do it at least once a month. But it's very, very important that you get rid of distractions around you. When I'm doing a brainstorming session, I will not have my phone anywhere around me because even if I have the ringer off, I'll see the screen light up. And then I all of a sudden lose focus on my brainstorming and I'm thinking like, was that a client? Was that my husband? Was was that the kids? Was that so-and-so getting back to me? Like I've lost focus. I've completely lost momentum when it comes to my brainstorming. So it's usually a time where I'm just like, you know, I kind of sneak away from the kids or they're distracted or the house is kind of quiet and I'll sit down and I'll focus on brainstorming. Um, I took a flight for the first time um, a few nights ago and I, I love brainstorming on a plane because like generally I don't like to talk to people on airplanes. And so I just kind of feel like I'm in my own little bubble. And so it's really kind of a great time and there's nothing else really to do on an airplane. And uh, so I, when I fly, a lot of times I'll um, use it to do some brainstorming. The other thing that you must do when it comes to brainstorming, again, part of the theme, you must write it down. And this is something that is very important. I mean, this is the process of brainstorming. You can't just keep it in your head. Get it out of your head and get it onto paper. And the last thing that you must do when it comes to brainstorming is I want you to look for patterns. Think of my story that I just told about how I came up with One Organized Mama. I looked at patterns. I looked at patterns over the course of a year. So that was the thing. I would write things down And then I would kind of go back and revisit some of those old notes and kind of see like, what is it? There's something there that I can do and what is it? So one of the things that I saw was um, the word organized and organizing. And that was something that I started to notice in my life. And I was like, wow, you know what? I actually am pretty organized. I do get a lot done. I'm really good at managing my time as a busy mom, as someone that works outside of the home. And at the time I had three kids, high schooler, elementary school, and then I had a baby at the time. And so you'll start to notice patterns. And I want you to start to pay attention to patterns when you're doing your brainstorming. All right. When should you brainstorm? I want you to brainstorm when you just have something. You have something nagging at you in your brain. You don't know what it is. You feel pressed or to go in a certain direction. You just can't figure it out. Or maybe you kind of know the direction you want to go. So say you want to change careers or you know, even do some changes around your home, but you're just not sure like how to do it. I want you to get it out of your head and onto paper. Just start writing down ideas, however they come to you. Again, if you need to be more formal and write full sentences, if you like paragraph form, if you like bullet form, or if you're like me and you just like write down random phrases and colorful bubbles and link it with other bubbles with arrows and little lines and Whatever it means to you, get it out of your head and onto paper. All right. I also want you to do this when you're feeling overwhelmed. A lot of us deal with anxiety these days, right? I mean, gosh, hello, 2020 is just a very anxious year. Um, And so when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling anxious, 
kind of figure out why. So this is even like, you know, maybe it's you're not getting enough exercise. Maybe you haven't visited a friend for a while. Maybe, and this is actually very common, and one of the top things I get feedback on with time management is you don't have any quiet time in your life. There's something that's kind of nagging at you where you are out of balance a little bit. So figure out what that is. Again, look at all of the different areas of your life and just jot down some ideas, things that you think you should be doing or you want to do or things that are just kind of bugging you and just get them out of your head and onto paper. All right. This leads me into sort of the last thing of about doing this when you want to manage your time better. This is the key to this. This is a great practice to do, of course, like I said, if you want to make a change in your life, if you want to go in a different direction, but especially if you want to manage your time better. If you look at your life and say one or two areas of your life are like you are spot on, you were rocking it, it's awesome. But then every other area of your life feels like it's falling apart at the seams. Then friend, you need to take a step back and realize your time management is probably a little out of whack. Again, this is coming from someone who I've gone through some pretty major stuff. Um, I'm not saying that like external things like a divorce or, you know, serious illness or things like that are a time management problem. I'm not that, that tone deaf to that. And I've certainly experienced that in my own life. But what I'm saying is like, if you are just feeling out of whack, like for instance, the work bucket, you're just not feeling fulfilled. You feel like you want more out of that one, or you're having some, um, issues with relationships in your life, some tensions, a lot of stress there. And you need to put a little bit more time or focus in those areas, but you're not sure how. Come up with some ideas. Come up with some ideas, put them on paper. And again, you don't have to act on those those ideas immediately, but do this practice over time and you'll start to see a pattern. All right. Overall, doing this brainstorming has a lot of benefits. And I've pretty much covered a lot of these, but these are a few things I do want to reiterate throughout this. That alleviates anxiety, alleviates stress. There's something I, and don't quote me on this, I, I something that I heard one time, I think I um, heard it from a therapist I was talking to years ago, where they said something like the, the practice of writing does something with your brain. And I, she said something like it keeps like your one side of your brain occupied so that the other side can problem solve. So, and I really kind of feel like that is true because one thing that I have found is just the practice of brainstorming, journaling, writing, getting things out of my head. I've kind of like realized like, oh gosh, I've come up with a solution to something that I didn't even realize or that seems all of a sudden so obvious or so simple. So a lot of times our problems that cause us anxiety can kind of be solved or we can at least get a plan of action in with doing some brainstorming. Um, The other thing is, and I'll go over this in the next two episodes, brainstorming and this process, especially when you start to look at patterns 
helps you start to get a plan into action. Again, it helps you turn those dreams into a plan, those dreams into a goal. And so um, it's kind of difficult just to start at a starting point when you're not exactly sure what where to go. A lot of times you're brainstorming and that's what I found gave me a direction. It, and it, again, it hit me like a ton of bricks when I was coming up with what I wanted to do for my work area, my career bucket of my life. Um, it helps you sleep. I think that's something that I do notice when I'm not really kind of brainstorming. And one of those times was during coronavirus uh, quarantine, um, my sleep was all over the place. I was a person and I am a person that I'm like 9.30 in bed, 5.30 in the morning, I am up. And um, when I was like watching TikTok videos until like two o'clock in the morning, and I mean, my brain just needed like a release. That's what I realized. Like, I mean, I discovered TikTok and I'm 44 years old, but whatever. And love TikTok, by the way, um, especially my my uh, Gen Xers that are like doing an awesome job on there. Um, but anyway, I found that, again, I was out of practice doing a lot of this and it affected my sleep. I didn't know what direction we were going in. I didn't know what was happening. All of a sudden, I was like running two businesses and the next day I'm like a homeschool mom literally like it happened in like a day and all of the plans for my life for an entire year just completely vanished so you know we've all experienced that to some degree and so that's why another reason I decided to do this series is because I know I'm not the only one out there really kind of struggling getting back on track and getting back to like, oh my gosh, there's light at the end of the tunnel and we can get back to normal life again. So um, this will help you. This will help you get back on track and certainly help you sleep because a lot of the reason why I wasn't sleeping is I had all these worries in my head um, for months and months and months and I just, it affected my sleep. Um, And lastly, and this kind of goes along with everything else, is that it just helps you focus. Um, We have just so much pulling at us in so many different directions. Another terrible thing that I have found myself a terrible habit I've gotten into is spending way too much time back on social media again. Again, I just blame the whole year of 2020 on this one. Um social media for the most part besides my business is just kind of escape and but it hasn't even become escape it's like my contact with other people and then people are fighting and people are disagreeing every which way you look no no one's happy with anyone everyone's offended everyone is pissed off everyone is hurting and um i just yeah have kind of gotten sucked into that And again, that has really taken away my focus from what I need to be doing and what I should be doing. So I've been getting back in this practice um, the past few weeks. I've really, really have been doing a lot of brainstorming um, and trying to get back into the next steps, which are prioritizing, which is I've been doing better probably for the past two or three weeks. And then um, planning is something, putting it into my calendar and getting it done. 
Um, so I hope this episode made sense to you. If there's anything that didn't make sense to you, feel free to shoot me a question. Send me an email, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. Um, feel free to send me a message on Facebook or uh, Instagram, One Organized Mama in both places. Um, I have started teaching the client classes, Zoom classes, back in May. Super excited about this. It's really worked out well. I only take one to three students at a time. Um, I really try to even keep it to one to two because I just really like the um, ability to really talk and listen to my students. Um, so the the most popular class in May was a professional organizing class where we went over the 10 modules. Um, I do have a class on time management. So keep an eye out on my social media pages. Um, I will do a class on the time management journal where you'll get the journal and you'll get me for about an hour to an hour and a half and I'll walk you through it. I'll answer your questions. Um, I'll talk you through it. Um, you may meet another person or two in the class and which is just kind of a great way to kind of connect with people and stuff and um, especially during these times where we all feel very disconnected. So stay tuned if you're interested in taking a class on the time management series. Um, the next episode, I'm going to focus on prioritizing and how you take your all those brainstorming notes and you start to focus on prioritizing them. So we'll dive deep on that episode next. But I just want to thank all of you out there for continuing to listen. We're now on Apple Podcasts, which I'm super excited about. I think that's like the like that's like the the granddaddy of all platforms, I guess, because like everyone else like kind of accepted us in the beginning and and then we were waiting on um Apple to accept one organized mama podcast and they did over the past few weeks. So super grateful for that. Feel free to share this with a friend. Feel free to reach out to me. And again, thank you for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast.